Joining us on Talk of the Town is the mayor of Collingwood, His Worship, Brian Saunderson. Brian, great to have you, and uh, congratulations, a return to Red Zone. Yes, uh, good morning, John. Good morning, Melanie. Uh, That was uh, very good news that we received on uh, Friday afternoon. Uh, so our businesses are able to get open and uh, active, uh, and we're hoping that uh, with the rollout of the vaccinations, uh, last week uh, the Simcoe Muskoka District Health Unit got 700 uh, vaccines into people's arms in out of just the Collingwood location at the Legion, and we're hoping with the rollout of the vaccine and the warmer weather, we will start to see the infection rate drop, and uh, we can get to uh, work our way down the ladder so that we are uh, more open, there are less restrictions, and uh, and our economy can get going. It was a temporary gray lockdown, certainly the shortest that we've had so far. Uh, do you think part of that had to do with the, uh, yourself and Collingwood's immediate response, uh, talking about the fact that blue is in green? Yes, I think uh, there was immediate response uh, throughout the health unit, uh, particularly in the areas that have lower infection rates. And the contrast between us being in lockdown in uh, Simcoe, Muskoka, and Gray uh, Bruce being in yellow or uh, green, uh, I think really uh, sort of heightened the uh, the, the fact that uh, the disparity was unwarranted and uh, and really inequitable. Uh, let's talk about something that uh, is very positive, and uh, that is the reaction to the Town of Collingwood's Women's Day uh, yeah. celebration seminar. I heard uh, it was incredible. It was uh, it was a spectacular event. There were over 200 attendees, and uh, I want to give a shout-out to town staff that were involved. They did an excellent job, and the speakers uh, were, uh, were fantastic. Uh, there was a a very broad range of speakers, international, in fact, as well as local. <coughs> Jill Proud uh, was the moderator uh, as a former uh, speaker and a panelist at the Women's Day event. Amalia Artuno spoke to us from uh, Colombia. Uh, Anisha Benzdira, Ashley Lahid, uh, Sonia Skinner, and Julian Morris were local speakers. Um, and then we had Catherine Vandebelt joining us from Florida. And then this year, through the uh, FCM uh, project, uh, Jordanian Municipal Support Project, we had uh, two Jordanian speakers uh, through interpreters, Hadil Hassani and uh, Hiam Al-Kazi. And uh, it was uh, incredible to hear uh, the different perspectives and stories. Uh, and it uh, was a very, very successful event. Speaking of perspectives, Collingwood certainly has taken a stand on hate speech and, in particular, hate images, and have been requesting some changes because, uh, right, technically, right now, if someone wants to hang up, say, a, a Confederate flag, we can't stop them, correct? Uh, no, we can't. <clears throat> uh, we don't have the ability as a municipality to do that. Uh, and so as a result of uh, our diversity initiatives, uh, we wrote to both the pre- federal and provincial government uh, and got responses from the prime minister and from the province uh, to those letters. Uh, so the federal government has actually uh, instigated a, uh, an online uh, hate uh, speech legislation review. And uh, But as part of our lobbying efforts, we have, uh, through FCM, the Federation of Canadian Municipalities, and Councillor Jeffrey uh, put a resolution uh, on the table for their upcoming March meeting to have FCM lobby the federal government for additional changes uh, and participate in the uh, online hate speech uh, legislation update. 
And already uh, municipalities are jumping to support this. I know the uh, Brampton Council uh, voted to support your motion. Yes, they did. And uh, so, uh, and I know from Councillor Jeffrey, she was on an FCM meeting yesterday, uh, and the individual council member from the uh, Brampton Council, Rowena Santos, is also a member of FCM. And uh, so there was discussion uh, about Collingwood's motion. So they're supporting Collingwood's motion to get FCM to uh, to move forward on this. And that will be coming up uh, in the middle of this month. Yesterday, you had a special meeting of council. Uh, why did you have to throw in a special one? And, and can you talk about what you covered? Certainly. Uh, it, there were two aspects to the meeting. Uh, the first was uh, judicial uh, inquiry uh, steps. The council on February 16th had asked staff to arrange a, a special meeting, uh, which took place yesterday, to meet with the uh, former CAOs who were involved. So that's John Brown, uh, who was involved from 2013 through to 2017, and uh, Farida Min, who was involved from 2017 to 2019. And uh, so Council uh, heard from them their perspectives on the judicial inquiry and the outcomes and uh, in public uh, and as well as heard some additional uh, information from them in camera. And uh, then we also dealt with the uh, McPherson tree cutting application uh, over in uh, Blue Fairways phases five and six. Uh, what What's the moving forward look like for the judicial inquiry? Was there any decisions made or any recommendations brought out by the meeting? Uh, we've certainly got a lot of valuable information and input from both former CAOs, and uh, that's, uh, that information will be used as we chart our way forward. Uh, but certainly we are actively uh, looking at all options that are open for the town uh, from a legal perspective and, uh, and then working with the county uh, to, uh, and, and other associations like AMO and FCM to lobby upper levels of government to make sure that uh, the legislative changes uh, are looked at. Um, we're doing our own survey, at least the town of Collingwood has announced that uh, we're going to be doing a feasibility study for an arts centre. Where did this come about and uh, how much is this study going to cost us? Well, um, you might ask staff that. My recollection is there was an envelope of about $60,000 in the 2021 20, uh, budget. It was actually in the 2020 budget, but uh, because of COVID, uh, was uh, was delayed. Right. Um, the RFP has been awarded, and uh, Collingwood has a long and uh, proud uh, theater history, uh, as well as cultural history. And so the study is looking at um, the need for a, an arts uh, culture center, uh, as well as looking at the business model. Uh, how big should it be? Uh, what would the operating models be? And uh, similar to the type of study that was done for Central Park back in 20. 20- uh, the capital outlay is obviously a critical piece of the puzzle, but generally uh, the more important piece is how moving forward you operate it uh, so that you have a sustainable facility uh, moving forward. And uh, so uh, uh, we think that this is uh, a very much a need in our community, and we want to look at the way to make that a reality. How do people get involved, and in, in what's the um, how important is it that they say their, their piece now? Oh, it's absolutely important, and 
the Engage Collingwood. I'm sure they will be pushing out uh, surveys and questionnaires for the general public. I know there will be stakeholder uh, meetings arranged. Uh, I guess they will be virtual uh, with the pandemic. Um, and uh, so I know that uh, council staff will be bringing update to council and, and getting that information out there. And if anybody has questions, they can certainly call town hall. Uh, and they can go online to the Collingwood Engage website. Mayor Brian Saunderson, the mayor of Collingwood, thank you so much for joining us here on Talk to the Town. Thank you very much, both of you. And- Canada may be known for its landscapes and friendly people, but beneath the surface lies a darker side of crime, history, and the paranormal. Since 2017, the award-winning Dark Poutine podcast has explored the shadowy corners of the great white north and beyond, delivering chilling tales from a uniquely Canadian perspective. Hosted by Mike Brown and Matthew Stockton with over 300 episodes and fresh releases every Monday, Dark Poutine is your weekly ticket to the creepier side of Canada. Listen to Dark Poutine on Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts.